0: Welcome to another episode of Empowered with Crystal E, a podcast featuring guided tapping sessions, guided meditations, and interviews with folks from the energy and alternative healing fields, along with some of my mindful friends. By tapping along with this podcast, you take full responsibility of your own health and well-being. EFT Tapping does not claim to cure, treat, or heal any disease or illness. Always consult a medical professional before starting any new program. By tapping along with this podcast, you take full responsibility of your own health and well-being. Let's get to it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Empowered with Crystal E. I am your host, Crystal, and with me today is an extra special fabulous guest, my husband, Michael E.
1: Thank you for the wonderful introduction, Crystal. Happy to be here. Thank you for asking me to join you.
0: Thank you for finally joining. Oh. It only took a few asks. Yeah, it was
1: only a few asks.
0: We figured it out. We figured it out. It was all right, yeah. We're sitting here in the... Uh, my studio room with a lovely Witch City Wicks candle going. Shout
1: out Wicks, Witch City Wicks.
0: In Salem, Massachusetts. They have fabulous candles. They are not a sponsor. Um, I just love them. And.
1: They should be, though. Yeah. That'd be fun.
0: If anyone wants to sponsor me, <laughs> reach cool. out. Yeah. Let's have a little chat.
1: Lead on, friend. Okay. All
0: right. Mindfulness, what is it to you?
1: Mindfulness to me, I think, is uh, it's, it's a self-awareness and it's, uh, it's empathy. It's, it's, um, it's, it's a little different, I think, than the avenue that, that you take from what I've gathered. But to me, mindfulness is being aware of, of your audience, being aware of your communication methods, being aware of your words and how your words are, are landing on people. I'm a communications person by nature, and I'm, I'm a talker by nature. No. Uh, no, believe it or not. <laughs> and so I think it, it's important to be mindful of, of your audience, be mindful of how your your message may be being perceived. It may be different than how you actually intend to put it out there. But, uh, you know, I think the a lot of people say reading the room these days, and yeah. it's important to read the room uh, and... and uh, you know, awareness, having self-awareness of, of um, obviously of yourself, but of your surroundings, of your words, all of that. It's that. that to me, that's what mindfulness is, and and keeping the other person, uh, you know, forefront in your mind of of what your actions are daily or in that in particular moment, what you're doing, thinking of the other person. Maybe not first, but maybe not second, but somewhere in the middle there. You know, a one point five rating there. Just think of the other person. In, in those situations. So that's kind of what I think of mindfulness. Okay. It's, it's more of a more of a definition of self-awareness, but um, it's, it's uh, self-awareness in, in your day-to-day, in communication, yes, but I think also going into the uh, realm which you specialize in, I think being aware in the next part of our conversation, I'm sure will be being aware of the power of your mind and being aware of what you can do and you can create and you can manifest all those things um, in, in your own experiences, and your own efforts. So, a little bit of touching on that as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I'm going to bring up our, uh, our conversation. It wasn't a fight, but we were disagreeing about something. And when we both came together to talk about it, and we said, this is going to be a gentle chat. We're going to use I-statements. No one is here to argue or be mean to the other person. And whatever we were, like, disagreeing about, we were really wonderfully able to talk about it. What was it about? I don't even remember. Probably the I don't same remember. thing we always argue I don't, Okay. All right. So
1: it was um, the dinner. Yes, okay. Things yeah, we're eating. that yes. dinner okay.
0: thing. That dinner thing. All right, fine. But, yeah, talking about being mindful and... Then developing that into being mindful of how you are treating yourself, you can be mindful of how you treat others all you want. But are you treating yourself like shit? Are you putting yourself down? Just to be like, oh, well, they deserve it, and I don't, or I'm a terrible yeah, person. Yeah, and that's why it's not
1: a you know it's not a hierarchy of saying put the other person first and yourself second. You know, all the time. But Obviously, it's, a, it's lot a lot of people scale. do that. I agree. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: We sacrifice. Mm-hmm. when most times and I'm not saying be selfish but most times you don't need to sacrifice mm-hmm. you can have it all as well yep, yep. most times not yep. every time yep. yep but that's very good and you really do practice that I do see that
1: I, I try to I try to yeah there are times when I don't
0: I mean, there are times when but I think all think nobody's stumble. perfect. You no. know,
1: uh, nobody can be as we all try to, try to be as consistent as we can with our you know our thoughts and our actions aligning and maintaining integrity, and that's something I think that's you know towards the end of our conversation today I'll, I'll touch on that. But I think it's that's it's hard to do, but everyone's working on it day by day.
0: You know? Yep, some days better than others. All you can do is your best. Yeah. So yeah. your experiences with the things that I do. <laughs> Like tapping tarot and yep. and you joined my yoga nidra class. Still mm-hmm. trying to get you to an actual yoga class. You
1: try, yeah, okay. Well, we won't talk. I'm about still that. trying. You got me there for once, but it was uh, yeah. Just, but it was I'm a
0: not. that was one that was not the best video. It wasn't even my class. <laughs>
1: she picked a class that was what like a uh, to me it was like it was an advanced level. It was definitely an intermediate. It was, level.
0: Level In my, yeah, it was not a beginner level. my yeah, it was
1: not beginner. And, and she, oh, let's try this. And okay, I can handle a little bit of things and. Uh, it, it did not work out so well for me. I was about ten minutes in, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> for that reason, I'm out. I'm
0: out. Yeah. And yeah. you haven't been back since. I
1: haven't been back since. Now I'm a little gun But right you've now. tried
0: yoga nidra, which is yeah. uh,
1: yep.
0: a yoga nap, basically. Um, what yep. is your experience with yoga nidra? Would I'll you take the advanced
1: level of the yoga nidra? That's fine. You can throw the advanced one Yeah. Of that. Well, this Friday. If you <laughs> okay. Want to this try Friday, nap, we'll do it. Uh, what was my experience with that? It was. Uh, what is
0: yoga nidra to you, though, to start out?
1: Yoga if nidra. People have no
0: idea what it is.
1: It's it's a it's a mental exercise to me, and if I use the wrong terms, the wrong definitions, I apologize. It's a mental exercise to uh, recenter and re calm your brain, I think, and refocus your brain, um, because even if you're doing outsiders view here, if you're doing yoga it's it's an exercise, it's stretching it's um, doing toning, things like that, typical that's how, yoga. That's that's how I interpret typical yoga. yoga yes, other people, practitioners like yourself or other people use it more for a, a centering of the body's energies and, and things like that uh, so I think even when you're doing the exercise version of yoga, it's your brain is still going, uh, yoga nidra to me is is a way to get for me, it slowed my brain down. Not that my brain moves all that. Where'd fast. you
0: do your yoga nidra practice I that day? was
1: laying in bed.
0: <laughs> you don't even have to get off the floor. Yeah,
1: out of the floor. Yeah, it's laying in bed and listening to uh, the practitioner. In this case, uh, Crystal was the was the one guiding, and uh, and, and and bringing your brain to a, a place that was calm. And I think it was a winter exercise. Yeah, it, it was, was the winter, winter cabin that yes. we
0: I like guided you through. Yeah.
1: Um, and it was it was very calming, and, and, it, and it was uh, to me it worked on my um, active listening and active uh, imagination, and really bringing myself to that place. I don't know if I. You know, I, I don't think I can uh, teleport myself or uh, anything. What's the what's the active dreaming? Um, lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming.
0: i had or some like weird experiences. Astro projecting. I've had
1: weird experiences with lucid dreaming a while ago, but you did? Yeah, like six, seven years ago, before oh, you and I got together. I didn't you know, know that? Yeah, we talked about it. Um, another episode. So, uh, so I can't They're do that parts. stuff. But I think the 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 yoga nidra for me was uh, I could really put myself in that. Uh, situation where Crystal had guided, you know, the group too, and, and was really uh, fully committed to it, and it was very calming. And I was at the end opened my eyes and felt very refreshed, but not and, yeah. but, and, and not tired. Because yes, I was laying in bed, and yes, it's a it's a relaxing exercise. But I didn't feel drained. I didn't feel like, oh, well, now I'm ready for bed. That's it.
0: Not like waking up from a nap and no. not knowing what century you're in. No,
1: no, 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 no. And that's
0: what now. yoga nidra is. It's a, it's called the yogic nap.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you, it's supposed to equivalent to, like, three hours of sleep. And when you come out of it, you're not really supposed to fall asleep. I think you did. I didn't fall My asleep. My mom and I may I have fall asleep have.
1: for, like, a few minutes, yes. Yeah. I've definitely... There's times when it's quiet.
0: I've left, yeah, there yeah. are, yep, so with Yoga Nidra, mm-hmm. there is generally no music, mm-hmm. so you take that time to focus on your breathing, focus on your body, and I have definitely left my body when I did it one time. Mm-hmm.
1: I can see that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: It was extremely relaxing, like, I, I went somewhere, yeah. and I was chill, and I came back, and I woke up, and I was like. Here we
1: are. Yep. yep I and that. I didn't,
0: yeah, you don't feel that, like, drunkenness of the nap.
1: mm no.
0: Which is awesome.
1: Yeah. I don't really have a, when I wake up from naps, it's not usually the drunkenness of a nap. Sometimes if it's that mid-afternoon and I wake up wanting to fight because I'm mad that I got uh-huh. woke up or something like that. Really? <laughs> I get I'm a little cranky sometimes when I wake up from naps. Not all the time, but sometimes. This didn't happen at all, though. No. no. It, was, it was definitely a, a good vibe, and, uh, yeah, it was a good experience.
0: And you've done some tapping with me.
1: And I've done tapping with you yeah. yeah yeah
0: and to be flat out you are you have a bit of a skeptical side
1: yeah I, I like to think um, I think critically or think logically yes uh, in, a, in a traditional um, approach uh, to things but I'm obviously very open and there's a lot of things that I can't explain and uh, and tapping was definitely a, uh, an experience for me and one that left me wanting more in that I couldn't understand what I experienced. I couldn't explain what I experienced and that's good. And let's do this again and let's see what more can be driven off of this. And how can I manipulate what's happening? Can I manipulate what's happening and, and and develop a further understanding and and a further use of it? So it was definitely uh, an experience. Do you want
0: to talk about what you tapped on? There's
1: two, two that, that come to memory. Um, the first one was for... I, I deal with gout. And people who don't know what gout is, gout is a it's a condition where your body can't filter out uric acid from the blood, and the uric acid turns into crystals, and the crystals end up forming up little, little villages in your joints and makes your joints very uh, painful to use. Villages. A little village of crystals. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it usually presents itself in, in your, your big toe or the ball of your foot. Uh, I've had it in my... In, Darn near every joint I've had. It's in my foot, my toe, my ankle, my knee, my hip.
0: It doesn't mainly wrist. stay on one side when you get no, it. I've had it on both sides. No, but I mean, does it happen on both sides at the same time?
1: No. It's generally usually only happens active on, on one, one, si- one side. It's
0: one-sided. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah.
0: I just realized that.
1: I don't know um, why. I don't know if they've figured out why that happens, but either way.
0: We can so, look in the Voynich manuscript. We can look
1: in the Voynich manuscript, <laughs> yes. I, uh, I, I, I tapped on the... I was having foot pain, and it was it was really impacting uh, my day-to-day, just, you know, walking around at work.
0: You couldn't even get out of bed. I had
1: trouble getting out of bed, yep. And so, I get to a point of desperation of the traditional uh, approaches of, of medication uh, aren't working, so Crystal's like, hey, do you want to tap on it? And I said, I will try anything, let's go, let's go do this. And uh, within the first few minutes, I felt the edge had kind of been taken off of the pain, and... That pain went from a nine out of ten to a five or six out of ten. It became somewhat manageable during that time, and even shortly thereafter, that time, the rest of that evening, I think it was uh, in a, in a manageable spot. Granted, I was at home and I was hanging out on the couch. I wasn't actively working it, but it it did something, and I I I can't explain it. I I, I don't know, but it was. You
0: kept looking for the pain too. You were like yeah. I'm waiting for it to hurt again. Yep,
1: yep. I think mean, it was still there, but it was—it was definitely much less. Uh,
0: and the next morning, I remember mm-hmm. you were like, "I don't know if it was a combination of everything, but yep. it made a difference."
1: It, it made a difference. It, it, I can confidently say that it, it definitely did not—I re- definitely did not react negatively to it. I reacted positively, and it was—it uh, was definitely a helpful thing. So I think tapping for pain can. Absolutely has has some sort of effect uh, for me in my experience on the levels of pain receptors and what I was going through. I think I've done it for back pain. Or was yeah, it we gall- did it
0: for back pain. I too. had
1: pulled my back over the summer. I was working uh, at my parents' house doing some some home renovations and hurt my back and did it for that too. And it, it definitely took the edge off there. It's yeah. it's I've had good positive results with it. You know, it's it's not going to be a silver bullet. It's not something that's like tap here and you're done and everything's great. But it's, uh, it definitely takes the edge off of it, and it, it does something. It moves something. It
0: lowers that stress response. Mm-hmm. It lowers the inflammation.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Funny story I guess we could get into. Disclaimer, tapping will not help you win the lottery, however. No, it doesn't. Not and not. i I thinking about this. This We both tapped on money the same week uh-huh. because I tapped on it first, and then I found money in my shoe. Uhhuh. And I would never put money in my shoe because my feet get really sweaty and it's disgusting. Yeah. And I found money, I found a $20 bill in my shoe. Hmm. And then I told you to tap
1: mm-hmm. when you
0: were going to go play poker.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, there's a, a casino in our local area here and I go play poker at the, the tables once in a while. I haven't gone in a long time, but uh, I used to go, you know, every few months. And generally speaking, um, you know, I break even or, uh, down a little bit but you know or making some donations <laughs> to the local economy you know but this time she crystal said let's tap before you go and i said okay let's do it and so uh we did tapping on being open to receiving money and clearing any obstacles that may have been there about you know receiving money or i don't remember exactly what the guidance was but you get the idea and so uh we did that and it was 10 or 15 minutes and i went to the casino and uh
0: I think you tapped in the car too when you were there.
1: I tapped in the car before I went in. Yes, I did. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, this won't hurt. Let's do it." Yeah, four minutes before before outside. my buddy showed up, and went in and ended up winning four hundred dollars. And it wasn't in a particular hand. It was in a you like a jackpot sort of hand. Something funny. Too many details for this. But it was <laughs> it, it was a random it was a random event. Basically, I, I had a high hand to explain it. I had the best hand in that half hour session, and uh, won four hundred dollars because of that. And I remember when I won, I literally sat there, my, my mouth was on the floor and I said, I can't believe this just happened, like this is just one of the odds, you know, so the, yeah. the, the, the side it me, could it have been odds it could have absolutely been odds would, but no, no, but we it's haven't tried that again with tapping
0: yeah, on yeah we tits, should, you know? yeah, yeah.
1: yeah so it, it definitely uh, it definitely lends itself to uh, to, to that understanding uh, to again, opening more questions of, huh well, no, that's interesting. <laughs> um, that's something.
0: okay that definitely uh, an experience for you. I, I'm not gonna sit
1: here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's an experience for me.
0: Maybe who
1: knows? But not the for fact that all. we
0: both though that I found money in my shoe that same week, I yep. was like, yep. "What is this?" Yep. I mean, it clears limiting beliefs. It does not mm-hmm. make magic magic money appear, no. but it definitely helps with clearing limiting money beliefs and. Mm-hmm. And old ideas that are preventing you from making mm-hmm, money. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: So tapping's been fun.
1: Tapping's been fun, and and uh, definitely open to more of those experiences, and and uh, utilizing that as a tool when uh, when needed when presented with a situation. I am much more uh, embracing of of the thought. You know what? Let's do some tapping. I've definitely done it on my own without crystal. As much as I've learned, I can do it on my own, you know, in the car or. You know, if I've been at work in stressful situations that I, I've been in, uh, I can definitely use it to help myself uh, recenter and refocus and and, uh, and do what I need to do. So it's been good.
0: And you see me tapping when I'm in line at the grocery store. Uh,
1: yeah, I, see a grocery I have store. such
0: a hard time. I don't know why. It just... I get a little anxious when I'm in mm-hmm. line and people in front of us have a full cart because you know I pick the lines that move quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I tap on my fingers, and the only person that has ever said anything was you. Yep. And you're like, You okay? And I'm like, Just tap through it. Yep. Getting through yep. it. Yep.
1: You know, this is so, the stress of the holidays, family events, things like that. You know, it can, it can come in handy yeah. to help, uh, help with that too. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Anger, pain, mm-hmm. illnesses, it can help. It's yep. not a cure. Not yeah. magic. No, but but it, it's close enough it's for close me. It's close enough, and again,
1: it's um, I'm, uh, I'm a believer. It does something, yeah. You know? yeah. yeah,
0: So as a believer, what would you say? You're a believer in paranormal. That's what we do here too. Paranormal,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's something else we do. Yeah, paranormal. I'm absolutely a believer. Uh, there's, there's no question. I'm not even a skeptic of it. I'm absolutely a believer. I've had too many experiences personally. Um, and heard too many very credible stories from people who I know to be very centered and not, not predisposed to, you know, being a crazy, crazy thoughts and losing their, their center. They're like, oh my God, I heard a bump in the night. What is that? Uh, not that type of people. So, uh,
0: It's your house creaking.
1: Yeah. It's just your house creaking. It's your pipes. Or it's, I mean, it's there a are a
0: lot of yeah explanations for a lot of the stuff. Absolutely. A lot of the bumps in the night can be explained.
1: Yeah. But paranormal, absolutely believer, no question. I don't have answers for it. I don't think anybody has answers for it. You know, we've kicked around different ideas. I've got my thoughts on what they it is. They may
0: all be different answers. May
1: all be different answers. Yeah, there's a Depending lot Depending on we the don't
0: energy know. we give it.
1: You know, and it's in our our experiences of, of paranormal investigation. I, I've always said that uh, outside of of a of an entity or a spirit coming up and, and poking you on the shoulder and, and says, "My name is." It's Britney, uh, bitch. It's Britney, bitch, yeah, you know. Uh, say, my name is John Smith. I used to live here. You know, look at my picture. Something that was absolutely unequivocal uh, communication. Outside of that, there's a lot of our investigations have led to more like, man, what was that? I yeah. can't explain that. I have no idea. Uh, a lot of paranormal, I think, leads itself to so much more unexplained of, of things we just don't understand to this point. We don't know. So it's, it's, uh, that stuff is very interesting to me. Um, it's when I saw a funny thing on wherever it was on Instagram or Facebook. It said, Ghost hunters in a hundred years are going to be so thrown off because someone's going to say, I saw a little ghost boy doing the stanky leg and then he disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> so today's kids, when they, yeah. you know, when people die today in a hundred years when they get seen as ghosts, like, oh, a ghost doing the stanky leg or. You're yeah, that, that ghost just dabbed me up. What is that? You know,
0: Ooh, ghost dab. Ghost dab. So, so what I mean. would you consider if people who have not met us, we have done our own paranormal investigations, I have agreed upon the term paranormal investigator rather than ghost hunter, mm-hmm. Flood has been on my podcast, we mm-hmm. think that's a more gentle term, mm-hmm. what would you consider us, like amateur investigators? We've done a few. Um, yeah, I definitely yeah,
1: no no question amateur investigators. I almost might even just say because my humility will come through here. I, I'd even back myself down to an enthusiast,
0: paranormal enthusiast, paranormal
1: enthusiast. I like know. that. I think there's enthusiasts, there's aficionados, there's professionals, there's whatever. Um, I think I, I I define myself as an enthusiast really.
0: Yeah.
1: Taking it seriously and all that. It's not like you know you don't go to a location and. and try and stir things up just to stir things up and be a, be a lunatic. Yeah. You go there with respect and you go there taking it seriously because it is it is a...
0: Um, We're there to give them a voice. We're yeah. not there to make to taunt them mm-hmm. to harm anybody. We're not there to put any bad energy into yeah. whatever is already there. Definitely
1: not, yeah. yeah.
0: Do you want to talk about the Dr. Best house real quick? Sure. Okay. Sure. So recently in October?
1: Uh, October, the week before Halloween.
0: Yes. October, we went to a local uh, medical museum Mm -hmm. that was also the doctor's house in Schoharie County. Mm -hmm. Dr. Best House and Medical Museum. You can look it up online. I'll post the links in the show notes. Beautiful, intriguing, and very centered place. It is reported that there is energy there. I don't want to call it haunting because it wasn't, whatever we connected with wasn't malicious. Yeah. And it really liked you.
1: Yeah, I think haunting is, is a, it's a term we can all use as, as something to, to agree upon as the term to define an experience like that. But yeah, it was an energy. It, was it was something there. Yeah. 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 The location itself is, it's like a, it's like a time capsule. The, it's almost like the people who used to live there walked away in the 1930s and left it.
0: Well, they left in the eighties. 80s. 80s, they were there. They lived there until the eighties. Yeah, but everything is, is,
1: is there. There's old, all the old equipment, the you know, medical bags, all the jars of, of apothecaries, and all the different um, uh, yeah. medical usage uh, things they had there, like tinctures and uh, powders.
0: There's still no jar. All the
1: stuff is there. Um, it, it's amazing. It really is. Yeah, and, and it seemed to like me. We. Uh, we were there with a group of there was you, me and four, five other
0: investigators.
1: And plus yeah, our, about five. And plus the woman who was our leader who was Shout from out the, to from, Bobby,
0: she's awesome, yep. she's the curator.
1: Yep, she was from the museum. So she was very helpful for us yeah. to give a lot of context and things that we would not have known if she was not there. So
0: Yeah, and we so we brought the cat balls, the light up cat toys. Mm-hmm. They did not nothing lit them up. Yeah. We brought the E V P recorder and I don't I listened, I didn't catch much the kitchen, on the yeah, E V P no. We brought the video camera, we caught a couple orbs. Yeah. Orbs can be dismissed, guys. But I'm excited yeah. about them still.
1: Yeah.
0: I had the Ovelus app on my phone.
1: Mm-hmm. Obvious app we got a lot of you know, of interaction in the kitchen. Yeah. That's where it
0: that was very relevant to you.
1: Yeah, the a lot of those things that I've seen if you if you watch it on T V.
0: If TV, you don't know what an obelisk is, yes, it ahead. is a generally a device If you get them now they're like five hundred dollars, so I have an app on my phone and it's an app where it has a dictionary inside of it and you can ask the entities a question and they can use the words in the dictionary to talk to you.
1: Yep. And so they uh, my you know my the the skeptical side of my nature and the the thinking through all of the possible scenarios when you see these things on T V or even app on, on on Crystal's phone I recognize it's hooked to the internet, and it may be running something in the background that recognizes where we are, and so therefore it would give responses that may fit the location where you are. Because I just try to be skeptical and explain yeah. things in a certain way. But you actually put your phone in airplane mode. Your yep. phone was not hooked to anything; it was just it
0: was running, an and running
1: as, a, as an expensive paperweight, you know, or a com- running computer, no internet. Yeah. And uh, and so okay, that made me feel good that it wasn't hooked to anything that would uh, try to mislead us. So we're in the kitchen, and we're, we're sitting there. We're getting some responses. I was, in,
0: I was in the doctor's office. I was in the, yeah, she the doctor's office when you was got the body. responses.
1: So we were in there, and the ones that stick out to me, uh, it came in, in a pretty quick succession. Well, within less than a minute, of three or four words came. It said uh, financial. Uh, it said sleep. It said apart
0: unemployment and
1: unemployment all those words came within about a minute minute and a half all four of those words absolutely hit home for me and crystal personally uh unemployment at that point i was out of work and so that absolutely rang true that it was it was connecting me somehow the word financial i worked in a financial field and still do i used to work in banking and now i work in in budget and budget and finance so i work in financials and then the word sleep and apart um, yes. The night before, Crystal and I had actually that had night, a
0: that night. That
1: morning, that morning we had a disagreement, and she ended up leaving the bed, and she went downstairs to sleep in the second bedroom, and so uh, it was this it was absolutely wild, story. you know. Yes, um, so it was uh, it it was wild, it was, you know. To say financial that you know ties to me unemployment as me and sleeping apart, it was us. It was it was absolutely wild didn't mean, it didn't, again it didn't say I think what that what the energy was trying to communicate was that it can connect to me somehow or it connected to an experience that I had had. How it connects, I don't know. What they yeah. were try, I don't think they were trying to communicate anything about themselves besides just saying, yes, I'm here and I know about you. Yeah, That's all you can only really define it as. Which is still amazing. Yeah. Uh, not being dismissive, but it's absolutely like it's wild.
0: Like what would be the, and we are not Dismissive about this stuff, but we are very much like, how can this be explained? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And there's other words that we had gotten, I don't, forgive me on top of my head, I don't remember, it's been two months, but we had other other things that popped in that, you know, with Bobby from the uh, museum, you know, she said, oh, well, you know, that probably shopping, means this. She foot, she, yes, the, shopping, the yes. woman had
0: diabetes. Woman and had diabetes. She had foot so. problems. Yep. Because we were asking about, Who we are talking to.
1: Yeah.
0: And then we went upstairs and we did the Estes method, Mm -hmm. which, if you don't know what that is, we have a spirit box which will scan through radio frequency channels. So it scans through the radio. We hook that up to headphones, and they are my... They're they're noise-canceling. Yes, they're very good. Yeah. And then we put a blindfold over you, Mm -hmm. an eye mask, just to kind of... It's Deprivate a full, your yeah, senses full sensory thing. Yeah, yeah. and you felt like something was touching you right or sitting by I you i just
1: felt like i had a, a sense of something next to me yeah. i was sitting in, in a in a doorway between a bedroom uh of a, a little boy room. and uh yes a child that was there and he had died from uh, it was a lung disease yeah was it tuberculosis it was tuberculosis i don't know it was a lung know. disease a respiratory disease a respiratory sickness, it was sitting in the doorway of his room and a back room of the house that was being used as a storage uh, for parts of the museum. And I was sitting in that doorway, and uh, and I felt like something was next to me. As soon as I started with this uh, investigative technique, it felt like something was next to me yeah. in that hallway. And Bobby from the museum member, she had said to us when we walked in the room, she didn't like going in that back part of the room to that back storage area. She had either seen shadows or felt something back there. Well, so, And
0: during that investigation, the other group saw group, shadows, saw and, they shadows got, and
1: heard things, yeah.
0: Yeah, they got a pretty clear EVP recording. Yeah. But with the SS method, I was asking Michael questions, and he doesn't know what I'm asking. Mm-hmm. He's just repeating back to me what he's hearing through the spirit box. Yeah. And you ended up answering the other group's questions. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, there was the other group that was with us was in the back storage room. And... Later on the night, we all kind of got together and we're going over the, the evidence that we got. And somebody had realized that we were within earshot of that back room, obviously. And the questions they were ans- asking, I was answering from, you know, down the hall in the next room. Because somebody could hear me on their recording. So, you know, they said something like,
0: uh, something what was, about your color?
1: Favorite, was your favorite color? color? And I said yellow. I don't yeah. know why I said, yellow, yeah, but I heard yellow, and so I, that's, that's what you do is whatever you hear, you just repeat. And I said yellow, and that was not the question Crystal had asked me. Crystal no. had asked me a question about, you know, um, how old were you, or, you know...
0: We're. I think I was asking, I don't remember. Yeah. It was like, you what do you like to do, colors? do like games? Yeah. I have to post a video, guys. I'm sorry yeah. I've been slacking no. on that, but yeah, so we've done that. Yeah. 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 We, we are... Doing our History and Hauntings kind of battlefield tour. We got to pick up on that. Yep. We did the one in the Battlefield. Mm-hmm. We tried Saratoga Battlefield. We Saratoga. should go back there. I'd
1: like to go back to Saratoga, yeah. 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 I mean, with the Saratoga Battlefield, we haven't had a lot of personal experiences. And we've spoken to somebody who used to be a, a park ranger with the National Park Service and was uh, stationed at the battlefield. And he also did reenactments. Mm-hmm. And he said he spent several nights sleeping out on the battlefield as part of the reenactment and had no experiences out there. Yeah. Uh, but he did, however, say there's one spot on the battlefield over near the general's headquarters, which also had the hospital for, uh, the, uh, for the patriots, for the, the colonists, it was their side. And it, that, that hospital area has had you know, people have heard screams and heard moaning, heard things that don't make sense. So we have not investigated over in that area.
0: No, we would like to, but there's a, there's a
1: residential house that's very nearby that yeah. makes me nervous as far as... And
0: we try to be very polite about yeah, this stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, So, Saratoga, Ariskany... Yep. Gettysburg. We want to go to
0: Fort Stanwix, Gettysburg, we're planning to go back next year. Yep, yep. But, yeah, we do a little bit of our own investigations and...
1: And Gettysburg experiences, you know, to speak to that, I went to... I've been there once in, in college and... Uh, Definitively heard the sound of a of a ramrod being put down a rifle. You know, if you, if you know, you've heard, seen movies and you've seen historic movies. That sound of the the metal rod going down the gun as being loaded. It's like a distinct metal on metal shoo, 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 shoo sort of noise. I definitely heard that. It was one a.m. in the battlefield, and just me and two friends, nothing out there. And we
0: do not yeah. recommend going on the battlefield. No, on I mean I was guns. there at eleven
1: o'clock in the morning. Yep, day, Guys, day, daylight. Listen. Yep. <laughs>
0: But um, yeah, and then on RV, our EVP at the Triangular Field, I th- yep. it sounded like we caught the priming. Yep. And priming of the gun. Of and gun. And
1: cannon fire, too. Cannon. Which is cannon just. Cannon fire.
0: And remember when we were at Spangler Spring and we heard what sounded like cannons? We heard cannons. They guns were like, there. oh, could we be reenactors. Yeah,
1: we heard. We, one time we went and absolutely heard. Uh, With our own ears and a recording. I heard it. And And guys,
0: if you don't know me, I am 90% deaf on one side. Yeah. So when I can hear it, you know.
1: Yeah. We could hear that. So we we brought it to a a forum we went to that night with a very famous author. His name is Mark Nesbitt.
0: Look him up. He's cool. He's
1: very good. A lot of ghost stories and and things like that with Gettysburg. And and he listened to it. The people at the forum listened to it. And they all said, it sounds too clear. It sounds like it's somebody who's sighting in a rifle or something like that. Um, it just, it seemed too... It was
0: just chilling, though, when we heard it. It
1: was, and I think, and here's the thing, like, part of me, like, my mind, and I haven't said this to you, but my mind, I think, wants it to be real, so I'm still holding on to about 10% of it says this is real, uh, but there's 90% of me that's kind of saying, no, it probably is somebody sighting in a rifle, it makes sense. But the 10% of me wants to be real, so I keep fighting with myself in my head that, no, who would be sighting in a rifle? Like, Gaysburg is, is not... It, and we drove around shooting. and we looked for... It's like rural. reactors
0: and stuff like that yeah. before we... Because we met Mark at, at night.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: So... You know,
1: Gaysburg is rural, but it's not rural enough to where I think people would be out firing a gun to sight it in. I grew up in a rural area, and that's... It did not feel like that. It just feels like it just would be odd for someone to be firing a weapon, you know, 10 or 15 times within... Two minutes citing something in. Yeah. It was just, can't explain it. But again, back to the paranormal, I can't explain it. I don't know.
0: No. Um, but I 100% believe.
1: 100% believe. 100% believe. I, I have no question. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
0: We've had some experiences, and mm-hmm. we are going to have more.
1: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So.
0: And Tarot. What's your thought on tarot? Yeah, I've done some readings for you.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tarot is definitely an interesting, an interesting avenue, an interesting aspect. Again, for me, it's it's another thing that, man, I can't explain that. You know, I've had readings done that it really hits home. I've had other ones that I can't, I can't identify with. I can't, um, I can't hold on to as strong as other ones. Mm-hmm. But I definitely have had readings that. Wow, that one just you know that one hits hard. That one is spot on for what I'm going through, Uh, uh, and it's giving me some guidance and giving me some direction that is needed. And I I think tarot, for whatever it it is, it's it's a good, it's absolutely a good thing. I think it definitely um, has a positive place, and I and I really you know, I really support it, and it's really um, yeah, it it does good things. Can't explain it again. A lot of things can't explain it. Sometimes
0: it'll give you that slap you need. And really that's why that's what I try to do with my readings. I'm not here to tell you your future, are you gonna meet your soulmate? Are you gonna make a lot of money? It is a support in a way, it's an affirmation. Mm -hmm. It's guidance. Tarot is guidance. Tarot may tell you, may reinforce within you what you already know you A, need to do, mm-hmm. B, need to focus on. Ultimately, the choice is yours. Mm-hmm. However, maybe, like, I remember we did a reading and you got, like, I want to say, like, the Ten of Wands. And they were all jumbled and there was a mountain in the background. And, like, you you were like, I feel like I'm going through an uphill battle kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it kind of... In a way, it's like, okay, let's sit down and work through what we're working through. Like, reinforcing. Instead of being like, okay, this is a really shitty situation. I'm just going to push it away. It's Mm -hmm. like, recognize this is where you are now. Mm -hmm. What do you need to do to move through this? And what are you learning from this? Yeah.
1: And it helps provide, I think, some... So it provides guidance and provides maybe explanation in a situation when you have no explanation. When another way of like, thinking about that situation think, that yes, you're in. is providing, you know, like, like you mentioned a situation off. It was a work thing because work had been stressful. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm going through an uphill battle and, and nothing's changing or whatever. Well, the cards can say, yes, you are, and here's what to think about. Or it's a reinforcing of, yes, you are, but you're good enough to get through it. And you know this may be difficult, but you're gonna come to the other side, and it, there, there, there's a, a positive at the end of it. So yeah. it definitely serves serves a purpose, and it's been it's been an interesting tool to add to the to the experience of, uh, of it all. So
0: yeah, and yeah. I remember maybe two months ago mm-hmm. you pulled an oracle card, and I had pulled that same oracle card as part of my three card spread. Yeah. The day before, when we ended up pulling the same card. Yeah. And I shuffled the crap out of them. And you shuffled them, too. I did,
1: yeah, yeah. Because I like shuffling cards. I have a weird... I like to do it. It feels nice. You know, yeah. ASMR (laughs) card
0: shuffling. (laughs) ASMR card shuffling,
1: yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Interesting stuff. And you know, from like a...
1: You know, thinking about it, with pulling that Oracle card, what are the odds of that? I know. It's a 50 card deck, whatever it is. 46. 56 card deck. It's not small. No. What are the odds of us pulling the same one within the same within time a frame? Day. It's just astronomical. So, yeah. Mm. Interesting. It's wild.
0: What have you learned from this year?
1: What did I learn from this year? Um, hmm. I've learned.
0: What have you learned that really stands out to you from this year?
1: You've you... got. You've got to go get it. Um, and I've learned that from you. Oh, boy. You've got to go get it. Uh, my my personal uh, outlook on, on a lot of things wasn't serving me anymore. Uh, my outlook used to be very much, you know, what will be will be. I'll figure it out when I get there. You know, I, I have a confidence that is on the high end. I'm not an arrogant person at all, but I'm confident in that, you know, I, I said to you and I said to my own kids, you've made it through the worst day you've ever had in your life.
0: You tell me that a lot. Whatever's <laughs> going to
1: happen today... You're gonna make it through too, You're and through. and so I have that confidence of whatever comes my way, I can handle, and and the downside of that for me was a bit of complacency, and that didn't serve me well in the last uh, you know six months of this past year. Uh, I had a difficult job situation. Uh, it didn't work out. It was it was not my choice that didn't work out, but I'm glad it didn't work out because I've you know ended up in a good spot. But the time I had. Between jobs was very enlightening and very enlightening to to my attitude of things that I just said, oh, what will it be what will be, you know, it'll fall in my lap when its right. Kind of complacent or sort a of lazy attitude. I, I realized. Never said
0: lazy. No,
1: I took it as lazy. Okay. I okay. understand it. It's easier right. to you know. So I realized this past year that things aren't just going to happen because I want them to happen. And and you had mentioned to me that the universe co conspires with you when you make put the effort out there the universe will return uh, your effort in the effort you put out so uh, I really realized that it it took me a lot it took me you know some hard conversations that we had and it ended up working out you know I I ended up putting out effort and doing doing things differently changing my mindset in a lot of ways and a lot of different things I'm still working on it it's always gonna be a work in progress because we're always a work in progress till the day where our bodies are on the ground but uh, I definitely have learned in this past year you, you have to go get it. You have to make it happen. Most, meaning 51% of my life, I really do still, I, I've taken that mantra and run with it. There are still parts of me that are like, it'll be fine. We'll work it out. It's mm-hmm. fine. Because that's still who I've been for four But you're confident
0: years. that you can figure it out. But I
1: can, they can figure it out, yeah. So mm-hmm. I've learned that to go get it. Yeah.
0: And I feel like yes to go get it you know I'm all about manifestation and mm-hmm. mindset and getting things in place for yourself like yes go get it don't force it mm-hmm. find the joy in the process mm-hmm. and know and I think that knowing that you're going after something you have a goal you're reaching toward that goal this or something better and whatever comes to you like, your obstacles that come to you, or you finally get what you were reaching for, you're going to be able and capable of managing that mm-hmm. and maintaining that. Yep, yep. So I think both of those mindsets really tie in well for you. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm very much about, like, understanding, and have the confidence that you can handle it when it comes to you, but how can you be prepared for the what-ifs mm-hmm. without, like, because, you know, I can go down that rabbit hole of like, what if, what if, what if, what if and all the what ifs are, are terrible and yeah. negative, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm in my terror trench, I call mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But having you balance that out and say, okay, you know what, if you do go to Walmart and you do have that panic attack, you're going to handle it. Mm-hmm. And so for me, how can we be prepared in the future for those what ifs, good and bad?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it was. That's what I think I've learned from the year, you know, personally, and I think that that uh, approach, you know, impact was was manifested was was kind of kicked off from a professional aspect and and not having a professional job to go to for a period of time. But it definitely has has evolved itself into my personal life and making better choices and and healthier choices, being more uh, more go get it with. The simple day-to-day tasks, you know, that uh, things that need to get done with the car, with the house, with the uh, with the yard, whatever it may be. So yeah. it definitely has, has spread itself in a good way around, you know, Yeah.
0: so. Like, I'm all for it, put it out there, but don't just sit on your butt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the yep. universe is like, yep. bit too lazy. <laughs> yep. Yep.
1: What have you learned in the last year?
0: What have I learned? I have learned that mindset is key, that health is wealth. And where you put your energy really matters. When you put your energy into the joy and the happiness and the things that you're striving for and the positive stuff, it brings more to you. So if something bad happens, not necessarily tragic bad, but if you put as much energy as you do into the good as you put into the bad, you're gonna have that like battle. So when some you're making a bunch of money, you're doing really good, and then something happens with the car. And if you put enough energy into that tragedy of the car, then you're bringing more of that to you. You're only focusing on that. And so by changing how you think and how you react really changes your life. Mm -hmm. It does. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm, to be honest, a hypochondriac. Yes, we've discovered that. It's mm-hmm. one thing I've learned. Mm-hmm. And I have a hard time with like the somatic responses in my body if I get a headache. Immediately I'm on WebMD. I need to call my doctor. I mean, I have called my doctor numerous times having her try to find something wrong with me when there's nothing wrong with me. Dealing with, with working through PMDD, I had surgery a few years ago to um, get rid of the really big cyst and had some issues with that and it kind of put my mindset and my body into that illness response. So anytime anything weird or different or new happened to me, immediately I was in my tragedy trench. So by saying, you know, okay, it's this time of the month and I know that I'm gonna feel a little bit off. I'm actually okay. I'm gonna work with my body and I'm going to focus more on the things that are good. That spiraled.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. It, it, but, I mean, it,
0: it, mindset really was a huge thing for me.
1: Yeah, and it's, you know, um, you know first time on the podcast, but you know me, Crystal. But I, I, I've got quotes. I'm a quote guy. And my mom had always had a, a, something she had said to me, and I never knew it was a quote, per se, to a person. I didn't know this until, like, last week. I saw it on friend's Facebook wall. The quote is, uh, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react. So a lot of it is mindset. It's like, okay, something's going to happen with the car.
0: Yeah.
1: With your example, well, how are you react—that's going to be your future in that moment, not your future forever, obviously. But in that moment, that's going to be, you know, what will be your reality. So it is about how you react and your mindset and how you it view is. things. Yeah.
0: yeah. It really is.
1: I saw another quote today. It's it's he's actually attributed to Carl Jung, and said, "I'm not who I was in the past." but I can choose who I want to be from this moment forward.
0: Oh, that's good. You know? I like that. I'll, that's
1: a really good one, too, because yeah. we're, all, we're all victims of our experiences, or uh, not victims. We can be. We're all products of our experiences, and, and too often we kind of leave that as a
0: We as live a in that trauma.
1: We leave it as a Oh well, well, you know, um, uh, I've got uh, bad food choices in my life because my parents didn't hug me enough, or whatever it may be. It's not true, but it's, it's something like that. Well, that's your past. Well, now you're plenty loved. You're yeah. in a good, healthy relationship, and you've, you've made amends with your parents. Why are you eating Burger King every day? You know? Right.
0: Um, so. You have to want it, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. have to want to step out of that drama trench. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw on Instagram, and I tell people this all the time, that there's somebody who was working with a client who just, she couldn't heal. Her body could not heal no matter what she did, like exercise, changing everything, still in her head, in her subconscious, she was holding on to that being sick as a crutch. Mm -hmm. And when she told her body that it was safe to heal is when all her true healing happened. You have to really, it is, you guys, it is hard-ass work Mm -hmm. to change her mindset, but you have to want to do it. Mm -hmm. So... Learning that and, and resetting my nervous system mm-hmm. that I had to step away from work yeah, yeah. and step down from my job that was extremely stressful for me to reset my nervous system and be able to function.
1: And you feel better about it? And I do. Positive outcomes have come from
0: Yeah, I feel better about the way that I, I'm learning to react better. Mm-hmm. And to see how I react to things. Mm -hmm. And knowing that overreacting and and oversensitizing myself is not working. Yeah. So I definitely learned that. Yeah, mindset was a big thing for me this year. Highlights of your year.
1: Highlights of my year. Highlights of my year, I'd have to say... Just generically, like this is me being just a bit of a softy. Just like our road trips together.
0: Oh, they are
1: fun. Just things that we do together. Those are always a highlight. Um, personally, you know, getting to spend time with friends, enjoying the time spent with friends, doing things we enjoy. Uh, you know, I've got a couple of friends, you know, one or two of them have gotten sick with some pretty serious sicknesses, and it's Good to still see them out, and see them out doing their, their things, living their life, and enjoying enjoying what they do. So, hanging out with friends, being with those people, um, a little highlights. I think just family-related stuff. Uh, you and I together, you know, little milestones with my kids. Oh, also spend time with my parents.
0: Yeah. So part
1: of my time off that I had, I spent a lot of time with my dad and my mom helping out with some home renovations or home improvements, things around the house, you know, out in the garden and in the, in the yard, all those sort of things that, you know, when your parents are in the mid-70s and not who they used to be as far as uh, physically, uh, they need some help. And so I had uh, some time off and, and helped them out. Getting to spend time with my parents meant a lot to me. As a forty-one-year-old man, and my parents are both in the mid-seventies. I'm lucky to still have them here and spend time with them, doing work and having conversations, having laughs, having lunch together uh, every day. It's it was good. So I'd say I'd say it's probably number one: spend time with my parents, and then everything else that I kind of meandered through. So yeah.
0: Yeah, and you definitely were able to help your parents with a lot of things.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it felt good to do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was good to hang out with my dad and do uh, quote-unquote manly things that I don't usually do. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Let's fix the lawnmower, Michael. Okay, never done that. What do I do, Dad? A lot of those fun things. His so. revolutionary war machines. His revolutionary war machines he's got, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her gardening. Yeah. So, I'd say those would be my highlights. Your highlights. About you, highlights.
0: When we were going to get A-Rod's autograph. yeah. And he stayed in Florida, and we ended up rerouting to Silver Sands, right? Silver Sands went to Connecticut. Yes. Right? Yeah. And I I sat on the shore and sat in the water, and you went into the water, and we were hanging out. That was a good, really good memory. That was me a good memory, yeah. Doing that. Our little road trips. That Oh, we went to Philly. Mm-hmm. We decided one day to get up and go to Philly. Yeah. Yeah. Just random road trips. Go to the Revolutionary yeah. War Museum. Revolutionary War Museum. That was very uh, cool. ESP. Yeah. Just going on our road trips and having fun. We went to Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Going to the beach with you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We had our foggy beach day. It was incredibly creepy, foggy yes. during the summer beach yeah. day, and it was so beautiful.
1: Yeah, it was one of those random. Was it June sometime? We went.
0: I think so. Yeah, it yes. must have been June. Yeah, because
1: July or August wouldn't be like that.
0: I so been
1: it was a, cried a bathing suit. It was a yes, yeah. It was June sometimes. So we went in June, and it was one of those random June mornings in in Rhode Island in the Northeast where you wake up in June and it's fifty eight degrees. It's a little bit chilly. It's like oh, I could put a sweatshirt on. This is interesting. Beach was complete fog. You couldn't see more than a hundred feet, maybe. You know. Uh, Beyond that, it was all just shadows of things and people. It was
0: was very cool. It was beautiful. It was very cool. Yep. Yep. Goals for next year. Goals for 2024. Do you... Okay, are you a fan of um, resolutions? No. Okay, me neither.
1: No. I I think in spirit, they're good. I'm I'm positive. Like, yeah, sure, cool. You want to do something about it, but I think it's... It's a little like Valentine's Day. It's kind of commercialized. Like, hey, January 1st, let's do resolutions. You're told to do that because that's what you're told to do.
0: New me new me.
1: Yeah, if that's what you need, then fine. Cool, if it works for you, knock yourself out. I feel I, like it's, it's just cool. so
0: pressurized. Right. Absolutely, set those goals. Sure, yeah, but yeah. don't put that pressure on yourself.
1: Yep. Start um,
0: small. Take baby steps. Unless you are completely ready to jump all in. Yeah. Don't do that.
1: Yep. The, um... If you've got uh, you know, so goals for 2024, for me, um, professionally, I want to say I'd like to be uh, looked upon as a key part of the department I currently work in uh, and be an important piece of, of what we do there. And, uh, and the people that matter to look at me and say, Michael, we're glad we hired you. Uh, so personally, I'm sorry, professionally, that's what I want. I want to be, that's what I'm looking for. So that's my goal for the year. So how I get there, I sponge, I need to learn everything that I'm doing and learn it inside and out and, uh, and then don't overwhelm myself, ask questions when I don't know, don't just, you know, you know, by the seat of your pants, figure it out. Uh, it's a lot of those things. I kind of have to be a, uh, a more refined version of myself than I have been the last uh, three, four years. So I need to
0: be continue to making mistakes myself. yeah
1: yeah um just not many mistakes no
0: i mean don't so, topple the building <laughs>
1: no so I, i've got to um you know, be a more refined version of myself professionally i think and more you know but that comes with experience you know um so yeah professionally that's that personally um i don't know what goals i have personally
0: what do you want to maintain in 2024? Personally.
1: I want to maintain what I've been doing in the last 60 days, which is making better healthier choices. And I think I'm on a good path with that. I know I'm on a good path with you that. You definitely I already, are. Um, I already am on a good path with all of that. So I just want to continue on that. So I want to maintain that and, and improve upon that. Become more consistent with, you know, going to the gym and, and being active and things like that that I haven't always been as consistent with in the past uh, few years. So uh, being more consistent with my activity. And, and the results that come with that. So, um,
0: You do intermittent uh, fasting? Yeah, so, that's to, really to, very helpful to, to you. To
1: blow the top off on it, I, I've struggled with weight my entire life, basically, as long as I can remember, and back in 2020, I weighed the heaviest I've ever been and learned about intermittent fasting. I don't know how. I don't know what turned me on to it. I don't know. It's saw something on Facebook. I have no idea.
0: Podcasts. Or something. I don't know. Something. I don't know
1: what turned me on to it. Intermittent fasting has worked wonders for me. I lost 60-ish pounds um, in between 2020 and 2021. It was over over one year.
0: Cutting out alcohol, too.
1: I cut alcohol out. Yep. I, I've been sober now for three and a half years. That's all been very good, but intermittent fasting, you know, as is my life with, with weight challenges in my life is I i get to spot, okay, good, I'm, I've lost a lot of weight, and then I slip off the wagon and, and, oh, it's just a piece of pizza today, it's fine. Oh, it's just a burger, it's fine. And then it's just, it's only two days this week, it's only three days. Oh, it's just one week, bad week, no big deal. And next thing you know, bad habits have crept back in and yeah, gain weight again, so... I've gained weight again in the last two months. I've been back to my intermittent fasting, and it's been working great for me, and I've actually added exercising to it. Last time I did it three years ago, I did not exercise more than five times in the entire year and lost 60 pounds. This time I'm adding exercising to it, so I'll be doing fasting as well as exercising, uh, going to the gym multiple times a week, and doing a lot of good stuff. So, Maintaining all that. In the last two months, I've already seen very good results. I've been happy.
0: We do not condone not eating. Well, it's not not eating. No. But, I mean, I, I just want people to know, like, yeah. please do not starve yourself. Yeah. Every body is different. Yeah. What we do, and I even do it, too. Yeah. I stop eating at 6 p.m. I don't eat until the next day at 8.30, 9 o'clock. Yep. You know, allow your body to have that rest and digest period. Yeah. If it makes you ill, you have a medical condition, for some reason you cannot do it, don't do it.
1: Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Consult your physician before yes. starting any dietary plan or nutrition plan. What works for one does, does yes. not
0: work for all. Yes. However, yeah. it has been very beneficial. Ve- it's
1: been worked for me. Very
0: beneficial. Awesome. Yeah. 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 And I feel
1: better about it. when you, If you look into it and you hear about uh, it, it's good for for cell regeneration and your, your cells in your body, yep. goes into, it goes into autophagy and, and uh, it cleans out the toxins and the dead cells and regenerates it. with There's a ton of stuff to it, you know, so it's um, it's been very good. So I think my goals for the year, personally, maintain a healthy lifestyle uh, and continue down that path. And again, I I don't see any reason why uh, I won't do that. I know I've already passed the first few weeks. The first few weeks is always most difficult, changing any new uh, habits. <laughs> it's always a struggle. You know, yeah. it's, so it's been been working great for me and I'm I'm on the right path and just need to maintain for the next 12 months and pass that. Yeah. 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 So those are, those are my goals, really. I think professionally, keep on with the growth mindset and being a, a refined, evolved professional. Keep on that path, work. And then personally, same thing, maintain with both what I'm doing with Healthy, healthy Lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I think also personally between you and me, like keeping our communication open. Yeah. We have very good communication, but like any relationship... I think there are times when you you lose sight or you um, you don't just connect you don't connect as well and you're on different pages. Yeah. And I, I think you know anybody can understand that. So I think trying to just keep our good communication that we've got and stay on a good path with all that as well. So.
0: Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a good plan to me.
1: Are you okay with that? Okay, good. I'm good <laughs>
0: that.
1: You don't want bad communication, to Imagine no. you like, Michael. Actually, I like fighting with you. Yeah, no.
0: Oh, that's. Not bad. that we do fight, but no. we've had. You know, I don't like conflict.
1: A handful ever in our seven years together. So yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So. What excellent. are
1: your goals or maintains for twenty twenty
0: four? Um, maintain my mindset goals. I really want to figure out how to further help people utilizing yoga, tapping, tarot card reading, mindset sessions. I'm working on writing a book, a fiction book, Mm -hmm. rebuilding my finances, rebuilding back up, and I would like to buy some income property in 2025. Mm -hmm. So a lot of maintaining what I have that I consider blessings now. And I have a daily reminder. It says maintain your blessings. Continue working to keep things good. That's good. I yeah, like I feel like for for me this year, I've hit a, a lot of good milestones, mm-hmm. and I'm okay. I'm actually more, I, I'm really excited to maintain those milestones. I got a new car. Yep. I want to maintain that car. Yep. I want to maintain our house. I mean, we didn't get a new house. I want to maintain my mindset about my health, mm-hmm. because I really do take good care of my health.
1: You're the healthiest
0: person I know. I know. You say not that. Not a question. <laughs> I
1: know no one who is healthier than I <laughs> that's, that's You know, I just,
0: I, I'm really meticulous about what I eat. And I want to continue being meticulous about that in a good way. Working on not being so obsessive about it. Working on releasing hypochondria. And being an example for other people.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. I'm proud of myself.
1: And you should be. Yeah, Absolutely. So yeah.
0: yeah. And taking some cool trips this year.
1: Definitely. We're already looking at Gettysburg one. It's coming yep. up some point soon and Yeah. We gotta figure out uh, a summer trip somewhere, a beach yeah. somewhere. One of us has a lot of time off.
0: That would be useful. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this time for good reasons. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. So Where can people find you if they wanna find you?
1: Nowhere, I hide effectively. Um, I don't have they anything. They can n- summon you with, I, the, I, I uh, nervous dog, with the nervous dog. The nervous dog real. <laughs> if you have an Instagram, you can find me on Instagram. I love the the nervous worried dogs. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I'm on Facebook. You can reach out to me on there if you'd like. I think I have a Twitter account, but I use it to stalk sports things, and that's it. That's cute. Um, and if you reach out to me on Instagram, I won't respond for weeks. Ask yes, Crystal. He does
0: not. She'll send me I on will IG send I him <laughs> DMs for days, for weeks. weeks. And I'm like, yeah. Yo, did you get my DMs? And you're like, I'm gonna look at them now. I
1: don't even look at the
0: DMs.
1: <laughs> I just I'm like I'm just scrolling through reels and doing the ball scroll or whatever. I don't look up top and see the alerts. No. I don't even see it.
0: So, oh, well.
1: you can find me, but I like to hide effectively.
0: Yeah, you do hide effectively. I do. You hide yes. in plain sight.
1: Uh-huh. Sneaky, sneaky. All
0: right. All right. Well, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. We should do this again. And if you guys think that we should have a podcast of our own where we chat about...
1: Anything and everything. Yeah. Would be pretty much. We would off love
0: of to take like listener questions. That would be a lot of fun, yes. That would be fun. I mean, yeah. we can chat about our experiences and what we do paranormal, yeah. history, baseball. Yes. You're really into baseball. We into
1: baseball, yeah. We, we've got, we, we have some similar uh, viewpoints on certain things. Yeah. Opposite viewpoints on things. So I don't want to be... talk
0: about politics on that. Though. Oh, gosh, don't. I
1: yeah, don't apologize. politics. I don't,
0: I'm not, no.
1: I mean, we could dip our toe in the water and be real people about it. We wouldn't we be savages, have. but. You know. Yeah. Unless yes. the listeners want savagery, which you no. oh.
0: you can guest host it with somebody else I'll, I'll for that. Host <laughs> Crystal's out this week. Here we yeah, go. We're talking yeah. about. Oh gosh. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys would like a podcast of the two of us in our adventures, yep, we are willing to do it. That'd be fun. So, let us know.
1: Let Crystal know because you won't find me.
0: Yeah, don't DM him.
1: Yeah, don't DM me. I won't know about it for weeks. Whatever. Yeah, and
0: then if it goes into your, like, hidden DMs or your requests, oh, it's you'll never know. You'll be forever. like my dad.
1: Going forever. Yep. Morning to know
0: exists. Gets messages 15 weeks later. <laughs> hey, is yeah. that part still available?
1: <laughs> yeah, sounds good. See you this weekend. Sir. No, that was from six months ago. Third.
0: I just deleted it. <laughs> I was like, he's not going to hear. Yeah. All the right. I came in anyway, but all right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. My intro and outro music was created by Justin Riley, who can be found as Mission Control on SoundCloud. All links can be found in the show notes. I can't wait to tap with you again. Cheers.